This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want, and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. And by the way, with then changing from iPhone, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Changing from iPhone to an Android was one of the most difficult. Most I, of all the things I've done in my life, college, yeah. childbirth, childbirth. You, you know what I always just think? breaking away from Apple was right. one of the hardest. Well, I, I I love that we finally have reached the point where where we are our parents with VCRs. Oh yeah. Do you remember when you were a kid and like you were like, how do you not understand how to program the VCR? And I'd watch my dad like not, how do I, and and I pity buttons. And I was just like, oh my God, I will never be that old and dumb. Yes, you are. And yet here I am like, (laughs) Indy will be like grabbing his iPad and he'll be able to just zip through things. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. I'm going to need to, I need to write this down. We're doing Roblox now. (laughs) Minecrafting. How do I, and I, uh, he'll be like, he'll be just zipping through shit and I'll be like, oh my God. I've you realize that is absolutely the equivalent of when we used to turn the knob too fast and you'd hear from the other room, don't turn the knob so fast. Did you yeah. even have knobs on your well, TV? No, no, what are you talking okay. about? What on earth are you talking exactly. about, old man? Exactly. That's how TV used to start is oh you had God. knobs and then when you got into the UHF channel, it was like. TVs, TVs used to have a pool start, like a lawnmower. No, that's you what, wish. Back you in Connecticut, that's you how make it was. Fun, you make fun, <laughs> my friend. You make fun and you're the guy who can't operate an do iPad. You remember you're we, old too, my friend. Do you remember we used to tease you all the time? Like that was our running gag. About being old? About, no, Ironically, I no. don't. We used to tease you. <laughs> we used to tease you about what life was like in Connecticut. Oh, that's right. Yes. And, and like the, we're big, the one third of, world country. <laughs> one of the biggest things, the biggest difference that we could identify was you called it TV. Oh, right. Not yeah. TV. T- not TV. Yeah, right. we still not do TV. This. Because it's television. And do you have an aunt or an aunt? I have an aunt. <laughs> I love how you laugh. It's like saying, and I would always say the same thing. Yes, you're right, because I was born in August. No, the A and the U make a different sound your argu- or awe. That is not a good argument. It's true. Okay, it's but the good argument with television was what? 
Oh, the good argument about television is because it's television. television. You don't say television. You say right. television. Right. Does make sense. That does yeah. make sense. So it's TV. TV. Yeah. TV. Exactly. All right. Well, we should probably start the show. We're here to talk point. about our TV show. <laughs> our TV show. That we <laughs> were on. Yeah. No, the thing we would always talk to you about was your inflections because we would back east say like, this is so good. And Ryder would go, this is so good. He'd go up on the end of everything. <laughs> I'm a surfer talk. I still talk about it. And it wasn't. It was I like, know. that was a strange thing. It was like, dude, this is so great. I've been listening to the conversations between me and Indy. We're just like the most California surfer dude. Are you on the Reno Ren? I'm going on the five to the Reno You're going to get caught. In- yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's loco. And we have some tacos. Yeah. Oh, my. We should probably dude. start the show, shouldn't we? I think we've we got have. Marty York I mean, waiting. No. Um, so last week we had Lee Norris on. Ugh, I mean, Lee. Uh, Lee in his giant yellow pants. Um, How cool was that outfit? 90s clothes were so large. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the 90s jeans are very back, are very much in. Yeah. Well, those are Ryder's favorite jeans. He loved what, the, the Jinko jeans. jeans because they had a big enough pocket for your books. Exactly. That was the oh, thing I that you liked so much. That's <laughs> right. I absolutely remember your that because your back, your back pocket. pocket could hold the book you were reading. It's still such a thing for me like yeah. i hate i hate that books have gotten bigger like i like the old school like yeah, small yeah, yeah. paperbacks yeah me too. and so yeah books have gotten bigger and uh back pockets have gotten smaller so i can't do it anymore i have to carry a backpack but at yeah, least right. men still and... get pockets in their clothes like yeah. women i mean if you find a dress with pockets you're like uh does it come in any other colors <laughs> well that's why the fanny pack has come back yeah. exactly. now everyone's wearing a fanny pack over their shoulder side yeah. slung yeah. my wow. wife always says that it's like if i find something i like she's like i'm getting it in every color yeah how many colors and yeah. all the way by the way if you love one color in particular get two of them yes. it away. if something happens to it you get a pickup so, but it is ridiculously long clothing i did not know yeah, my size oversized. i thought well, i was large today, apparently <laughs> i would wear large shirts and pants with like 36 waists <laughs> <laughs> and I did not understand. It wasn't until I was like 20 years old and I moved to New York and I started buying actual jeans that were not Jenko. And I realized like, wow. oh, I'm I'm actually a size small in the 30 waist. <laughs> I'm not a I'm, 44 I'm, long. I'm, <laughs> I literally didn't understand like human sizes. Yeah, that's the way it works. Oh my God. That's absolutely the way it works. Oh, Lee Nord. That was a great episode though. But this one is pretty phenomenal. I mean, this one's really great too. And I'm so excited about our guest this week. He played the iconic role of Alan Yaya McLennan in The Sandlot. He was also the voice of Weasel in Hey Arnold. Yep. And as we all know, this idea for this podcast was his. What? It was his idea to start this podcast. It's just the running thing. It's everybody else's idea, but. Thanks, guys. I just love that Bill Daniels came up with this. This is a great idea. So, I mean. No credit. No credit. Put the credit in your big back pocket, oh. my, my friend, because it's, it, it is yours. You get credit for doing this. This is absolutely true. All right, true. fine. It's a, it was writer's idea. It but was. today we are talking to him about being Larry on the first season of Boy Meets World. Let's please welcome Marty York. Yay! Could welcome. you guys not hear me at first? No. I hear you at all. No. Couldn't hear you. Couldn't see oh. you. Oh, I'm here. Hey! Yes. Oh my God. So good to see Oh man, so good to see you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. You look exactly the same as you did when you were 12. On the show. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I uh, I ate the beast from the sandlot. (laughs) Well, it worked. Damn. Speaking of the sandlot, that is actually my first question for you. Which did you film first? So your first episode of Boy Meets World was also my first episode of Boy Meets World. You were in episode number 104, Corey's Alternative Friends. Was that, did that come before the sandlot or had you already filmed the sandlot? That came, I already filmed the sandlot. That came after. Okay. But the sandlot hadn't been released yet, right? No, it had been released. Yeah. yeah. I think we had done the pilot with Chauncey Leopardi. Yep. But he had already shot yeah. Sandlot. Mm. Um, and then you came on once the, our show got picked up and we were filming, what, four or five months later. And Sandlot had already come out that okay. summer. So we started in the yeah. fall and Sandlot was out. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely after. But I, I still remember seeing Danielle at all the auditions. When I was a kid, she had big, poofy, curly hair. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Those, those Your bangs. mom had like, your mom had like the same haircut as you. Too, that's true too. I was a little mini <laughs> Jennifer Fischel. <laughs> we yeah. both had feathered bangs. 
Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, of course. So, how did you get into acting, Marty? How did you find you and me? And where was your mom? Also, had the same hair as you, taking you to auditions. What, what was your situation? <laughs> my mom didn't have the same hair as me, but uh, no, I uh, I started in theater in Northern California. Ah, I did nice. uh, a lot of theater productions, and uh, you know, my parents split when I was about ten, so my mom brought me out to LA and. Uh, my my aunt actually ran Senex Casting, which was a big extras casting company. And uh, so she was like, oh, hey, let me take you to your aunt and maybe we can get you some extra roles and some, you know, some some stuff. So the first thing I did was a movie with John Candy called Delirious. Oh, mm. Delirious was a great, great movie. Yes. Mariel Hemingway. John Candy. Yeah. Is that the one about the soap opera? Yeah, it's the one where that he wakes up in the soap movie. opera town that he writes. And That's right. His, his, his um, typewriter is actually hooked to the town so, so he can actually start writing the stuff that oh, happens. Oh, I need to rewatch that oh, movie. It is, it's brilliant. It's absolutely It's a brilliant. great movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so your first time? Yeah, it was like the Warner Brothers backlot. And, uh, you know, it was my first time seeing like a whole movie set and all that. And uh, I, I remember at one of the breaks, I started doing John Candy's lines. And he, he overheard me. And he walked over and he like touched me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, kid, that's pretty good. And he Aww. took out a piece of toilet paper and signed his autograph <laughs> and gave it to me. On a piece of toilet paper? Do you still yeah, have it? Yeah, I still have it. <gasps> I still have it. That's awesome. And so, the, I mean, that moment, did you know then as you were before you became an extra or does the, the meeting with John Candy have something with you kind of going, wait, I might be able to do this? Yeah, you know, it, it kind of like, because, you know, John Candy was bigger than life back then. Yeah. Of course, I knew who John Candy was, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, yep. and Uncle Buck, and all those movies. So when he did that, I was like, wow, mom, like, I really want to do this. And uh, and then, yeah, then I, uh, I my first, actually, then I went to an agent, and she's like, I got an audition for a Colgate toothpaste commercial for you. <laughs> that was my first real, like, audition. And I I remember I had to dance with a little girl. And I was so scared because there's all these like producers and directors. I ran and hid behind the chair. Oh my gosh. In the casting room. And they're like, it's okay. Come out. And I kind of like, oh my God. was like, and I came out and I actually did it. I danced with the girl and I got the, that was the first thing I did. It was the first thing I auditioned for. And you booked and it? Then, yeah, I booked it. I booked it. You're on a roll. And then I got called back to do play a little Italian kid in a ragu spaghetti sauce commercial. That was my, the same, from the same company. Yeah. Wow. We have and very then, similar uh, origins. We all do. Every uh, A lot of child actors have that kind of, you always start with the commercial. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of commercial that is, we all remember our first one of, of doing something. Yeah. I, I never did a commercial. You did really? too. You, you did the voiceover. I did the voiceover. the biggest commercials that, of like all of the yeah. late 80s, early 90s. Yes. You showed it to me and yeah, I was like, I, oh my God, that's I a commercial. I had completely forgotten that I had done that. But oh. I never, I never did just it on camera it commercial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done a commercial. I don't do commercials. I've never been on television in my life. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it was so good. So Marty, what did you know? Well, so you had already, you, so Sandlot was really the, the, the big step up. That yeah. was when you were a, a, a part of a big cast, a great mm -hmm. role. And did you, when you were making that movie, did you guys know how great it was going to be? Or did you, did it feel like you were part of something special immediately? I mean, we just, it was like a big summer camp. It was, we <laughs> shot that. I think we shot that whole movie in like 45 days wow. over the course of uh, 1992. Wow. And uh, we just, we just had fun the whole time. Like where'd you guys shoot? Uh, we shot in Glendale, Utah. Whoa. So, I was thinking, I wasn't expecting yeah, right the Utah. Yeah. 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 There's a part of wow. Glen. I mean, there's a part of Utah. looks like, you know, Pacoima in 1962. So uh, they brought in all the old cars and we had all the old, you know, old fashioned clothes on and, it was like stepping into the, you know, the sixties when we shot that movie because everything was vintage, everything they brought in. That's so cool. That must be really cool to be in a giant period piece kind of movie. Yes. Yes. Didn't you do a period piece movie with, uh, I think you did something I saw that you were, it's like a period piece. Me? Yeah. It was set in like the fifties or something. Hmm. I did a, I did a, one of my first role, actually my first movie role was this TV movie called long road home, which was like a, a, a grapes of wrath ripoff oh, okay. with John Har or John Harmon, Dan, Dan, what's his name? I don't know. I Dan wasn't Harmon. in it. Mike Harmon. Mark Harmon. Mark. 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 Mark Harmon. Wow. That's happening who you're here? Later. My brain Do just went through like, toast? all right. <laughs> Mark Harmon played my dad and I had, I, I had two lines. They all, they both got cut, but of I, for, for, for four weeks we lived 
in the Central Valley of California, like we basically they set up uh, depression era camps, like, and we were all like. Every day was, um, you know, us as like this poor Grapes of Wrath style family. It was really cool. Wait, it was like a nice playground. Four weeks two lines? Because I was a part of a family. It was, it was like, it was basically an extra for the entire, I know. I know, I know. It was a 11 week shoot. Oh, it gets even worse. It gets even worse because my agents and my parents and every, do you remember back in the day, maybe you guys did this too. They would send out a postcard to all the casting directors in town if you were on, on, in a movie or something? No. no. This is how you would bring awareness because of course there wasn't internet or anything. So if you like, if you were a, an actor and you were in something, you could send out a postcard with your face, with your headshot saying, you know, oh, Ryder's going to be out. in this movie on this time. And wow. so my agent, Judy Savage, the great right. Judy Savage is my agent, blanketed Hollywood, all the casting oh directors. So it was like my big thing. And then we all sat down with my family to watch it. Maybe this is they why I didn't, didn't watch Boy Meets World. No. And, oh, and, they David they, you. They, I had gotten the call to come do vo- to, to do looping, for, and what? I met, and I said to my mom, "But I only had like two lines." And then they didn't call back, oh, so they just no. looped me. They vo- some woman did my voiceover, so it's not even my voice it's in the Tara movie. Strong. She does the, everything. Yeah, so awful. Oh wow. Anyway, they did. They David yeah. Proust you. They full on David Proust you. Well, That's always nice. What was we were talking about commercials, and what was your commercial that you did? My my very very first one. Yeah. I actually watched it maybe. 90 seconds before you guys got here because I just he every morning. DVD. He starts it every morning. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Morning. No, because I just got him on DVD. I'm strong enough. I can I'm do this. Smart. I can Gosh, do this. Don't and I, people if like I just me. watch my my, my kids and guns commercial. <laughs> no, it was a local commercial for New York City about the dangers of kids playing with guns. And I'm wow. I am running out of the time. park. And we're we're playing with cap guns, and then one of us ends up having a real gun, and we're then all leaning over a body, and Jeez, and it is disturbing. and it is like first of all the my my leaning acting oh not so good is the worst leaning acting <laughs> in the it. history of leaning acting. How do you lean poorly? I, know, I will I show you it. after the podcast exactly and then how send you me lean a copy poorly. of it. and put it on our Instagram. It. It. In white Where can, jeans. We, can we see it on YouTube? I will. I will put it on. We'll put it on the podcast. Meets World Show Instagram. Yeah, but it is somehow wow. the worst. Like, like if they were looking for professional leaning actors, <laughs> I would not have been. I'd have been cut after a six week shoot. My all, my first commercial was also very serious. It was for um, a doll that when you pushed a button on the top of her head, she grew her first teeth. What? Oh, God, <laughs> so so they, they had these three oh, dolls. God. They did three different things. So one doll, you put an ice cream cone up to her mouth and, and she got like ice cream on her lips. <laughs> Another one, she had braids and you could pull her hair from the back of her head and, and pretend screamed. like you were cutting her hair. <laughs> Stop that! Stop that! No! no. Why, mommy? What? You gotta pull the hair. That's how the teeth come out. And, oh, God. Oh and then mine had a hidden toys. button in the head and, and the Jeez. two front teeth came down. So and disturbing. I just remember the my, my dialogue was, look, she's getting her first teeth. But teeth was in Danielle high pitch. So it was, look, she's getting her first teeth. Oh, it's so wow. high pitched. Um, We're gonna put all our first commercials up. Okay, on the uh, because yeah, I think it's that's important because we have yeah. your milk commercial. We'll, yeah. uh, so uh, Marty, send us your I first commercial. I did a commercial. pot commercial. You yeah, I send you. I got a. I have a pot commercial I did when I was a kid. What? And it's like you know those like this is your brain on drugs. No. Okay. Anti drug. Oh, I was gonna dude, say why so were funny. they advertising cannabis? <laughs> <laughs> like I immediately <laughs> went to twelve year old spokesman. <laughs> Here's how Bobby rolls yeah. his joint. <laughs> yeah, and I had to act like I was high. And oh I my god. Weed. And they were like, they were like, uh, okay, so act like you're high. I'm like, I've never smoked weed. I'm, tw- I'm like 12 years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. like, they're just like, just pretend like you don't know where you are. And like, wow. Just get so dizzy, just like, kid. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it was I learned cool. it from watching you. It wasn't that one, was it? No, that- this was, this was like a, so they used my actual name and they're like, hey, Marty, when's the last time you smoked weed? And I was like. <laughs> and you couldn't remember? No, I can't. And I was like scratching my head, and I was like, "Like Marty," oh, and that was it. That's oh, no right. He's already losing He's brain already cells. Losing right. it. And the tagline at the bottom is, "That's some good weed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's legal, so um, it's, you know, tables have turned. Wow. All right, so Marty, when you came on to Boy Meets World, did you have any idea? I mean, the show was was already a thing. I guess we maybe had aired one or two episodes. Or no, no, no. his first no. episode was my first episode. Yeah, okay, so, so nothing had aired. So, yeah. so what did you know? Yeah, what it did was you think? Corey's alternative friends. That okay. was the name of the episode. Right. Yeah, yeah. and that was uh, you were awesome. You know, I remember 
we dress you dressed up like we actually dressed up for Halloween. I remember oh, that. So you were there for the Halloween episode. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. I was in the Halloween one. That was the uh, class reunion, right? That was right. the name of that one. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. I dressed up as Mr. Feeney. That was the, that and, was like uh, the coolest thing. You came out as a, as a little Mr. Feeney, which was great. Yes, yes. The and, mustache, uh, everything was awesome. But so you were around for yeah. a little while. I mean, how many episodes did you Wait, end up doing? I'm sorry, I think I'm confused. Were okay. you there when the cast, when we all dressed up for Halloween on the stage, or are you saying it was the Halloween episode? You guys dressed up actually off camera and on camera. Yeah. I think oh, he was there wow. for the yeah. actual one. Yeah. Cause you were dressed as the Joker. Yes. Writer was dressed yep. as the Joker. Yep. yep. That's right. That's right. I don't but know. That I don't think Will participated. No, I did. I was Batman. Did you? I had oh, you were. That's Michael right. Keaton oh, that's Batman right. suit, which I still that's wear right. most days. <laughs> Um, cause it's he awesome. watches his commercial. He puts I on his bat suit. My bat suit. It doesn't fit ritual. quite as much. They are forty-four regulars now. Wow. Um. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you were around. I mean, you know, even the episode we just watched, one hundred and six. You were there. I don't even think you had any lines, but you were still there for the whole episode. Um, yeah. Well, I was there. I think the one we're the one we're looking at today is Boys to Mensa, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That one. I just had a Halloween mask on. And I had a couple lines at the end of the episode. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I, th- I did three episodes of Boy Meets World. And I thought I completely messed up because that Halloween episode where I you know, have the lines with uh, William, I, uh, I screwed up one of the lines. And that was like the last time I was on the show. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I effed it up. I, <laughs> oh, no. my gosh. It was, no, you were, it wasn't But it was that. the death chair. It was the, yes. it was it death was the, chair. We had a recy- yeah. yeah, we had a, we were cycling through cast faster than they any just, show on that's television. What, but that's one of the interesting things about going back and watching from the beginning is as we're all trying to find ourselves as actors – the show is absolutely trying to find itself because it doesn't know what it is. It doesn't know who's pairing with who or whom, if I want to be that guy. guy. Um, (laughs) And it doesn't like it, you, the Sean and, you know, Sean and, and, um, Corey Corey kind of start. And then they're like, well, we're going to try to put Eric and Morgan together. Like they're still trying to fit the pieces together. So it, it had nothing whatsoever to do with you. They just, they, you could tell still didn't know what was going on really yeah. where it was like, all right, let's, okay, we got Feeney and Corey and we can't have every scene with that. So we're going to bring in Alan. And then it's like, okay, we can't do every scene with that. And I think, I think also they were really trying to, I think the, um, the prevailing mindset at the time was that you couldn't get everything from Corey's school slash friendship life right. with just one friend. Right. You have to have a group of friends yeah. and, and some foils and, and a mm-hmm. love interest. And so we're going to build, this universe around Corey and then what they realized pretty early on was that you can have everything you need from the school friendship life with just one best friend yeah. right. um, well we saw that with the last the last episode with Lee was that same kind of thing where it's like Lee doesn't have any friends except all the friends he hangs out with all the time yeah <laughs> So it's like, we we hate that kid. So we're going to hang out with him every day. Like yeah. that, it didn't, even that was, they were just trying to throw groups of people together. Yeah. Marty, did you know about the death chair when you were sitting in the death chair? Was it like something you guys were talking about off screen? No, I okay. had no idea about the death chair. Yeah, I told I just, I, so we, we, I, we, I told my mom, I told my mom when I was like, well, I messed that lineup, so that's you know that's it. That's the end of the. Oh road my for gosh! Me. And then they really, really didn't bring you back, and you really and, thought that was yeah. It. And for years, for years, I'm like, oh. if I only would have got that <laughs> line perfect. Oh <laughs> my god! This is dead eyes. Yeah. It's dead eyes. It's totally dead eyes. Oh, this... I mean, it came it came out good at the end. I mean, when I saw the show, it, like it was really good. But, you know, it had. Yeah, I, this is probably too late to tell you this, Marty, but it had nothing to do with you, like nothing to do with <laughs> you. Know. They did not know what they were doing when it came to Corey's friends. I mean, they just didn't didn't have the group together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably a little little too late to. Who was to your favorite that. person to work with on Boy Meets World, Marty? Wow. Oh, man, that's it. a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. Go I ahead. mean, I've got to be honest, Ryder, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was just a. He was like the nicest dude on set. Yeah, that's all fake. <laughs> so Ryder was your favorite person to work with. Which yeah, makes I remember sense. hanging yeah. out with Marty. Like Marty and I like hung out. Like I remember just, it makes you know, perfect we, sense though too. Yeah, we were always, I mean, we had our, you know, our little pack of uh, the, the, not only the guest stars, but extras. Like it was just a, it was a fun time. Like yeah. I just remember hanging out. So when Marty, cause we reconnected last year at a convention 
And he came up and it was like, of course I remember you, Marty. Mm. Like, it was so fun the to reconnect. The question is, do you remember the convention? Because I do. Yes. <laughs> remember where we were? Uh, New Mexico. Yeah. No, was it New Mexico? Yeah, we were yeah, in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Um, no, but it was so much fun because I, you know, got to see not only Marty, but all the guys from some from Sandlot because they were all there. Well, um, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of which, you guys did a Sandlot like reunion, reunion last yeah. year, right? Yeah. That, that looks Whoa, the so big fun. One, the big one was 2018. That was the 25th anniversary. Oh, we wow. did almost every MLB stadium in the United States. Oh my God. That's and, uh, really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and the cool thing was like Dodgers because uh, they did a big thing for us. They had like a, it was like, well, every stadium did Sandlot day, but the Dodgers went above and beyond and we went into the dugout and we actually took our positions on the Dodger field that we played on Sandlot. Oh my God. So they, they called us out and I went to shortstop. Timmy went to first base. Squints went to outfield. Like, and we Squints. all went to our positions on the Dodger field. And literally the entire stadium stood up and gave us a standing oh. ovation. Oh man. So, and it, it sold out. It was like 60,000 people. Wow. And we were just like, and that's the first time me and the guys have really connected in like 25 years. But to come back to that kind of like, we were just like, what is going on? Like looking around, like, like, is this real? Like, no You're way. rock stars. Like, You're so, full on rock stars. Yeah. What is that yeah, like was, then to reconnect with all of them? Is there anyone in particular you're closer to? Had you had you not talked to anybody in 25 years? I talked to a guy played Timmy. Um, we always hung out, you know, for the past six or seven years. Mm. But like Smalls and, you know, some of the other guys like uh, Tom Guyrie and some of the other guys I hadn't seen in 25 years. Wow. And they were just as blown away as I was when we were doing like the, the Today Show and all these other interviews. And people were like, you know, freaking out and like people behind the set, you know, the scenes were coming up and asking for our autograph. And we're like, we're on the Today Show. Like, and you're asking for our autograph? Right. Like, it was, it was, it was crazy. And, you know, we, we played a game of, we played on the Field of Dreams in 2019. Oh, wow. Against the girls from a league of our own. Oh, oh come gosh. on. <laughs> yeah. That's and, so uh, and, and we also had like some Hall of Famers, like Wade Boggs was on my team. Oh, and wow. like Ozzy Smith was on the opposing team and like Ricky Jackson. And like, so we played with these guys and, uh, and then we drove back in Wade Boggs RV <laughs> and got like, got hammered with it and drank a <laughs> bunch of beer. Cause I don't know if, if you ever seen this, uh, sunny in Philadelphia episode with Wade Boggs. Mm-mm. No. Oh, it's like the, the, the beer challenge. He drinks like 98 beers. Oh, wow. That's a lot of and beers. And it's real. The guy really does can do that. Oh, and what? Then, how do you? How do you, yeah, drank, how do you not die? He just kept practice <laughs> same way you <laughs> same way you get to Carnegie Hall, my friend. <laughs> yeah, what a thing to practice. Like we drank. I mean, he was drinking beers all the way back to, in the RV, and then we got back and did karaoke with him. And then we saw Squints and Wade Boggs sing, singing that Celine Dion song. My heart will go on. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Right, so it was like crazy let me ask you this because something that occurs to me is that you kind of have to i I hope you like baseball because you kind of have to like it because you're always going to be associated with it right yep and are you good at baseball like can you play i wouldn't say i'm as good now as i was when i was a kid Uh but you know uh, yeah i like baseball yeah well in all fairness you really have to be in shape to be an athlete and you Mm. aren't He's listener. Uh, he's very buff. So when yeah. you're that out of shape, Marty, um, are you are you a bodybuilder? Um, you know, working out came as it was weird because I acted till I was 17. I was constantly doing like guest starring roles and stuff like that. When I was 17, I got in a 60 mile an hour head on collision. Oh my gosh! Two lane road. Ugh. I died. I actually flatlined on the oh side my. of the road. Are you kidding? And where was this? Yeah, this was in uh, where I lived close to like. Uh, Acton, Aqua Dulce area, like a kind of like, you know, Northern, yeah. it's not Northern California, but it's like towards Palmdale. But uh, yeah, I, I flatlined on the side of the road. And I, uh, after that, I just, I left the business. I was like, I'm done. I was burnt out. You know, I, I was like going to school, you know, going to school all day, then driving 60 miles one way just to get to Hollywood to audition, oh, then yeah. driving back home 60 miles. And so I fell asleep at the wheel oh, and God. my car went, over the, you know, double yellow line, I hit another guy head on and, uh, you know, had to relearn how to walk again. And all this stuff happened. Was uh, he okay so, too? Yeah. The person was okay. The person was okay. They survived. Okay. But, and you um, died and then came back. 
I died and came back. Yeah. Wow. Can I ask? And, uh, uh, do, do you do you have any memory of being dead? I I do have memories. I, I do. I did see. It was like a long hallway of stars that were like circling. Wow. It was like a long hallway of stars. I remember, and I remember like feeling an out of body experience. I remember feeling like I'm floating above myself. I remember feeling floating above myself. And it was like the most calming, like relaxing feeling that wow. I've ever felt. Wow. And and then when I woke up, I was in a hospital with my leg in traction, like hanging from my metal pole. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. So I how, was like, how what? much later did you wake up? Was this like that later that night or were you out? I woke up like four or five days later. Wow. Jeez. Like, oh, this is Marty. crazy. Yeah. 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 So and I have it. Actually, I shot a documentary for the Peacock channel, NBC Peacock. Uh, end of last year that kind of they talk about my accident and everything it's on my instagram page what's it called uh, but uh it's called uh, the marty it's called behind the scenes yeah yeah okay and okay. wait what's your instagram handle uh marty underscore york cool okay, okay so Part go of the check that out. yeah i'm looking at that go check that <laughs> underscore out team. Underscore worse team. than yeah. the android I it's, <laughs> it's really unbelievable dumb. <laughs> wait, i still can't get over that i mean yeah. that's insane so this so this yeah. days this, later this took you out so, of the acting game after this accident then huh this really you know. yeah yeah I, I left you know and that was after like i think i wore the same like and i wanted to say this about because you mentioned it, the same uh hood the flannel hooded vest yeah and, like every show i was in was, like <laughs> the same thing that oversized hooded flannel yep. vest it was very popular but uh yeah i just i just remember yeah i did so many things and then i was like you know i'm burnt out i'm not gonna do this anymore uh and i left That's after 17. i know That's so crazy. what, did, what but, did you do yeah I just, I did random things. You know, I worked in the mortgage industry. Uh, I worked in a coffee shop. I, I mean, I did a lot, like everything really. Mm, good for you. Uh, and then, and then, it, you know, about 10 years ago, I decided I was going to get back into the business. And uh, when we did the 20th anniversary of Sandlot and um, I just started, I did like three national commercials the first year I got back in and you know, I wanted to be a different kind of a character. I always wanted to be like an action hero when I was a kid. I was like Van Damme and like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, sure. you know, all those guys. So I wanted to reinvent myself when I came back. So, uh, That's yeah, why just, and the whole, body yeah, whole bodybuilding thing. Yeah. That kind of came from like, uh, I, I just started like working out after the car accident cause I was doing physical therapy right? Yeah. and they were like showing me to do this and that, and this is how you build this and that. And I, I started like really loving, you know, fitness and working out and, I just have done it now for like 15 years, 20 years. That's great. Amazing. Isn't that cool how that, like when you actually can learn the like science behind something and you, and you can notice the difference. You're like, Oh, when I do this, it makes me feel this way. Like I noticed that if I focus on the fact that when I work out and take care of myself, I don't wake up with like a kink in my neck and I don't, all of those benefits to working out are so much more motivating to me than like, I'm going to be sleek and small like oh, that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. for mental health too, for my mental <laughs> exactly, health. Exactly, like for doing, mental health. Running is, has like changed my life when it came to anxiety. I mean, yes. it's just, it makes such a difference when you do that kind of stuff. And yeah, there's a nice bonus that I'm, you know, I'm not wheezing when I walk up a flight of stairs right, anymore. That's nice. But it's, that's not why it's like, has nothing to do with, oh, my jeans fit better. It's just like, wow, I'm, my anxiety's better yeah it's great yeah i know i like being able to like pick up my child without feeling like oh just kinked my neck oh gosh it's like i hurt my ankle because i stood right exactly i sneezed through my back out yeah yeah yeah, that kind of stuff so psychologically it's great it is it's amazing but here's the other thing that i think you said that's really interesting is you got burnt out in the industry you walked away and you worked a bunch of quote-unquote regular jobs and there's so many people Mm. out there that think that like oh, you're not on camera anymore and now you're working at a coffee shop, you failed. And it's like, no, what you don't realize is there's a whole lot of people who just went, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. And you walk away and there's no failure in it whatsoever. It's no, I'm going to live my life a different way. And you get people that always look at you like, oh God, he's working in a restaurant now. And it's like, no, I didn't Mm want to do what I was doing. So did you ever struggle with that where you were like, well, I didn't, I, I made it as an actor, but I didn't make it where I want to. So I had to leave. Or were you always like, I know I could do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to do this anymore. And you just walked away. You know, I just, yeah, I mean, I just got to a point where I was like, I just, I, I don't want to do this anymore because I was so burnt out from just the constant driving and going to school and memorizing the lines and like going on set. And like, I just was like, I'm so tired of this. Like, I just was like, I just don't, you know, I want to just live a regular life. 
And, uh, you know, I think the acting bug hit me during the 20th anniversary of the film when I was just like, you know, I started like getting that, you know, vibe again, that buzz. I know that feeling the buzz. And I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a shot again and see if I can do this again. And, uh, there was never, for me, it was never like, I feel like less of a person for working a regular job. Yeah. I think no. anybody that works period is, is it's commendable. You exactly. Know? You're not living off the government. And, yep. You know, uh, I, I get props. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it is what it is. And you no, know. yeah. I mean, that was what I was thinking to Will's point. It's, it's always crazy to me when people act like, it's a big gotcha moment when an when an actor has a yeah. quote unquote real job. Yeah. You're earning an honest living. And aside from that, also, what if you have other interests that are like I worked at Bloomingdale's in the gift wrapping department? Yeah. I, you did? Yeah. yeah. You know that? I knew <laughs> no, that. I didn't know that. Oh, I full on knew that. Yeah. yeah. I liked to wrap presents. Right. And I was, that's a crazy story. Did you ever get recognized? All the time. All the time. But and you so, didn't lie? You, you said. No, I lied. I, no, <laughs> yeah. I, or I would just no, be like, I people lied. would say, did you, did, has anyone ever told you? It's actually right. not a lie. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, has yeah. anyone ever told oh, yeah, you I get you that look a lot. Right. And right. I say, yes. Yeah, I'll do that And too. then yeah. I, we all just sit there smiling at each other. And they're, I think, waiting for me to say, surprise, <laughs> yeah. it is. And, and I'm waiting for them to then follow up with the question is, are you? Um, but yeah, like I, you have other interests. You have other things you want to pursue. When I went to college, uh, Cal State University, I went Hold to on, Cal I'm State. Curious, Daniel, when, when did you wrap? When did you do this? The wrapping of the presents. The, the wrapping of the presents was uh, around. <laughs> uh, I was like 28 years old, 27. Oh, wow. I was so 2000. See, 13 years ago. So 2009. 2009. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was in school. I was going to. Um, I think I was going to. Cal State Fullerton at the time. Actually, no, I take that back. I think I was still in community college. I went to community college for two years and then I transferred to Cal State Fullerton. And I actually went because, so here's, you want to know the story? Yes, okay. of course. All right. So I went to Bloomingdale's to get a gift for Maitland Ward's wedding. Oh, okay. Wow. So, it, so exa- it's the year after Maitland Ward got Will, married. Well, did you get invited to Maitland Ward's wedding? I did not get invited. I did, did you get invited? I did not. I must have gotten no. lost in the I mail. Got, yeah, I guess we're still waiting for that well, invite, Maitland. I went Jeez. to Maitland. I was the only cast member at really? Maitland Ward's wedding. So I don't know. Were you closer to Maitland than we were? Yeah, I, I thought Will would have been the one like, closest. Yeah. You worked with her all the time. Yeah. I don't Very know. Strange. No, I don't even remember where. I don't remember how. I think she did have my number, though, because I think she texted me for my address and then said, you know, I'm getting married. And I was like, wonderful. So I think we she did wow. have my number, maybe. Wow. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Wow. Okay. We'll have so, to ask her, we'll have to ask her when she's when, on yeah, the show. Exactly. So I was not as organized back then as I am now. And it was literally the night before Maitland's wedding. And she had registered at Bloomingdale's. And I was like, you know, it was like 5 p.m. or something. And I went to Bloomingdale's in Newport Beach and pulled up her registry and saw that she had registered for these really pretty wine glasses. And I was like, great, I'm going to get her the whole set of these wine glasses. So I asked somebody to help me. They they sent them. They said, would you like this gift wrapped? And I said, yes, thank you. Whew, saves me from having to wrap this gift. So they send it to the back. So I go back there to wait for the gift. And there's a girl back there and she's, you know, working in the, right. in the customer service gift wrap area. And, but she's not acknowledging me at all. And so I'm just like, oh, she, I'm sure she's wrapping my gift. And she's not, she's just kind of tinkering. Then she disappears for a little bit. And she comes back out. I go, hi, sorry. I just wanted to make sure that the, they told me they were sending the wine glasses back here to be wrapped. And she goes, oh yeah, they're not going to be done tonight. And I go, what? oh, well, why? And she goes, well, I've already closed the register. <gasps> and I go, oh, what, what time do you guys close? And she's like, seven. It's like 5.30. And I go, oh, well, it's it, like, wh- when are they going to be available? She's like, um, can you come back tomorrow after three? And I go, no, it's, it's for a wedding tomorrow. Like I, I, I have, I can't, if we're going to gift wrap them, I need them done now. Right. And she goes, well, yeah, I already closed the register. And I go, I'm just confused because it's only 530. And she goes, well, sometimes when it's slow. I closed the register. Wow. <laughs> Basically, I don't want to help I'm you. not doing it. And I don't want to do anything. Oh, okay. Wow. And I said, I have no problem wrapping it. Can you just give me the materials and I'll wrap it right here? And she goes, okay. Turns around, pulls the paper off the thing, rips it off, hands me the ribbon, the bow, whatever. And I sit down on the floor in the Bloomingdale's customer service department and wrap the gift. Well, who comes back there but the manager? Oh, no. Comes around the corner and goes, uh, hi, <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry, what are you, what are you doing? And I go, oh, I'm just wrapping the, I'm just wrapping this gift. She said it wasn't going to be available until tomorrow. And I really need it tonight because I'm a last minute organizer and you know, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 no. I am so sorry. What do you, what do you, and she's in there back like, I closed. 
close the register. And he's like, what oh do you mean God. you close the register? So anyway, I'm like, it's totally fine. I promise it's fine. Let me just wrap the present. So I wrap the present. He looks at me and he goes, that's actually really good. I said, wow. thanks. I love to wrap presents. And he gave me his card and oh said, my God. In, during, you got discovered. You, did. you had the Hollywood, you, did. you, did. you got a special you got thing, something, kid. kid. You got, you got something, you know what? kid. He gave me his card and said, we hire oh. gift wrappers for Christmas. This is a reverse Hollywood story. This is, this is amazing. People come in here and I'm like, really? And he hands me the card and I'm thinking, would I be interested in this? I think I might. And I saved the card. And then I thought about it, thought about it, and then filled out the application. I just got got off the bus yesterday. And then worked with the girl who closed the register early. And I was really good at wrapping presents, but also I was very good at customer service. I'm sure you were. And I'm sure you were. Danielle would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> I'd like to thank Bloomingdale's the she is That great present wrapper to this day. I wow. was there. I was just going to be there for the holiday season. And then I extended my stay oh, and worked wow. in customer service That's and helped funny. people with their bills. And worked the Bloomingdale sale where people would lose their marbles if they thought they got one less like $20 off card. They'd like, I've had a woman lunge across the counter at me. It was what? incredible. It's yeah. because wow. you were like, I'm sorry, I closed the register. <laughs> closed the register. <laughs> it's 2.30. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when it gets really busy, I just I don't want to do I shouldn't make I just want to like... sit back and work on my vocal fry. <laughs> I like to just, I, I just bad. make this sound. She's actually a very nice woman. And it is true that when, when it is very slow back there, like on a regular day. Oh, so you became her. I, no, no. You started no, closing on I didn't start closing early, but I did understand the allure of like, I do we really I need to do this? I just love that you got discovered. Like, wow, yeah. these corners That's, are amazing. That is, I've, ne- I've never seen a tape job like that. You only used one <laughs> piece of tape on this entire thing. This is, How is this that is possible? You got Okay, we, you had a bow machine, didn't yeah. you? Because this couldn't be done naturally. We all did that, though. I studied wow. with your brother, Ryder. I studied yeah. to be an EMT. Wow. At UCLA. Yeah. I mean, did it's you, like, did you complete? No, I was like, we were like <laughs> cool. a week okay. away from it. And then I got, were you there job. when Shiloh did the drunk uh, performance? What? Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever had this moment where like your acting kind of becomes like a superpower. Well, like, <laughs> okay. It, it, <laughs> yeah. When Can't I was, hear this when story. I was in college, I would do like, um, uh, creative writing classes and if they if we were write, doing like a play or something somebody would be like we'd reread it aloud okay and the fact that you could like act would be anyway and this happened to Shiloh in his EMT class they decided to do uh, you know a role play where they're like okay now we're at, we need somebody to pretend oh, to be drunk oh my gosh and like you know they were like oh Shiloh could you do this and he got up and just Nailed Because he can play drunk <laughs> really it. well. Yeah. And he nailed it. And the whole class was like, not sure what to do. Because yeah. they were like, oh my God, this guy is acting like a real drunk person. <laughs> anyway, he, he talks about that EMT class. is like oh, this moment been, where he's like, been there, all right, yeah. it's a kind of like a superpower. Like, did Shiloh complete the EMT course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's he's so right, yeah. cool. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah he, I mean, he's been... He, I did that. I did that for a little bit too, actually. Yeah. Wow. It's fun. It was, was like, we had a blast doing that. So, and then I got yeah. a pilot. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll go be an actor again. As a podcast focus on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. 
It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation? Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So... You are back in the entertainment industry. You are still working. Tell us about what you're working on yeah. now, what, what we what we can catch you in, all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, check my documentary out on, on Marty underscore York and on, on Instagram and uh, in my Blinken bio, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did uh, I did a really funny Old Spice commercial. Have you seen the Old Spice commercials with oh, yeah. the uh, Isaiah Mustafa? The Black yeah, guy he's, on the horse. he's like, Of course. Yes. Um, that guy is brilliant. Yeah. Too. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen someone do a monologue like that, like with the whole set moving around you. It's intense. Yeah. Like, oh, have yeah. you ever actually seen how these old spice commercials are made? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, so I, I hosted oh. a show called the dish once and he came on as a guest and we recreated a little funny jokey. Um, and he, first of all, is the nicest guy. He's so, he's super Very talented nice. too. Super talented. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, just, I mean, mm-hmm. what a skill set. God, that's funny. Yeah. So that's YouTube executive spray tan parties is the name of the commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got to go check that one. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really, really hilarious. Oh, that's hysterical. 
Um, so I want to talk about what the next episode. So you did. We did Corey's alternative friends. Then we were you were in this episode, yeah. episode number one hundred six. What is the third episode yeah. that you did? Class reunion. Class right? reunion. Yeah, class that's, the, uh, reunion. that's okay. the one where every. That's where he dresses like Feeny. That's where everybody you go to the like what you're going to be in the future. Oh. When it's like, oh right, Corey's got the choreos, and I can't. I think I say I'm fat. I think I say like yeah, yeah, I, I'm wearing a fat suit. And I'm like yeah. my uncle's fat, my dad's think, fat. I'm yeah. going to be fat. Is that the one where Topanga's in a toga? Yeah, that yes. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about I'm like about the right. president of the United States. Yes, we keep all like boy, that. men yeah. underground for breeding. Yes. <laughs> Is that yeah. right? That's, that's my great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. It's right. actually... You would love it if right. I. It's very, it's very of the now. All right. So when is this coming? Out? This is like one oh eight or something. I don't know. I don't know either. It's later in the season, I think. Okay. One funny thing I noticed, I rewatched, I like rewatched some of these episodes before I came on here. I was uh, looking at that the uh, episode where I say, "Hey, look, it's Don King." Yeah. yeah. You know, to to Corey and. Ben's mouth is mimicking my lines. We yes. talked about that. We actually talked about it on the episode. Like, He's mouthing ben, along with you the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that yes. funny? I yeah. didn't notice He's it, like, but Will pointed it out when we watched it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's like, it's like, He's like saying my lines, like, and it's not even subtle. Like he's like full on mouthing your lines <laughs> along. Yeah. Oh it was hysterical. Yeah. What do you remember yeah. most from that episode? Oh man, I just. Uh, I just remember hanging out with you guys back, you know, backstage and, yeah. you know, talking to you guys and just that camaraderie off camera that you guys have. Yeah. Well, I'm it's sure you really were in cool. the classroom with us. I mean, yeah. that, you know, in we school. had, yeah. 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 yeah I feel like I was in the classroom like that whole first season, like, uh, you know, just uh, doing the whole, all the scenes in the classroom. I did so many shows in classrooms. When I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's where it. kids it's hang crazy. out. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the camaraderie between you guys is great and, going to the commissary with you guys. Oh, I do remember going to, uh, when we, you guys hung out with the home improvement kids yeah. at the little rec area. Oh yeah. So yep. We were playing the trailer. We were playing basketball, I was playing basketball against like, it was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and, and like and Zach or whatever. And we were all playing basketball and like John fell down and scraped his knee and he started like crying. And I was like, get up you little, I was like, get up oh, you little bitch. No, <laughs> you said that to him? Yeah. I said, get up you little bitch. Like, oh, like, oh my god my goodness <laughs> this is yeah i was just like a bad kid man i just like i don't remember now, you were you a actually kid. a bad kid like in real life what kind of what was your life was just, like behind the scenes i was just a mouthy kid like you know i played like always, i always played like the street kid the smart talk you know the smart ass yeah you know the italian kid the, you know the quick talker whatever but i was kind of like that in real life too so like it just translated on the screen and uh <laughs> Yeah, I it was just like picture uh, that. I see that whole bully. thing with him on the ground. <laughs> well, I have to say, like, I'm like, get up, you little. <laughs> hanging out with with hanging out with the guys from Sandlot was pretty amazing. Oh man, <laughs> because they have this rapport with each other that is very much guys that play sports, like that that were on a team together as kids. Like right. it feels like you guys yeah. are an actual. It's and they all revert <laughs> to like a sort of teenage mentality, and they just give each other. Shit. It's right. so much fun to be around. It's a great group of yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, for we, you who, yeah. who doesn't have a whole lot of like stereotypical male no. energy. What was I'm your sure. favorite sports team, Ryder? <laughs> I like the one where you throw the, the net into the... <laughs> I like the one where, where they score the wickets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ryder is to sports guy. as Ryder is to sports. That's the only analogy <laughs> I can come up with. <laughs> I always got that with Ryder. I always got that. This guy's not really into sports or anything, no, but that's no. cool. I, I really wasn't either when I was a kid. I really wasn't into baseball, you know? Yeah. And uh, I had to learn to play baseball when I did Sandline. So we we trained for like, you know, a month out here in LA. That's awesome. You know? Oh, so and we cool. got really good, but, you know, I'm, I like sports, but I like, you know, UFC and stuff like that now. Me too. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Not me. Well, <laughs> Marty, thank you for being here with us. We so yeah. appreciate your time. Uh, it was wonderful to catch up with you. Um, please check out Marty at his Instagram, Marty underscore York. And you can, he's got a link in bio. You can see his, his uh, documentary. And don't forget to send me or send us your commercial. I'd love to. Oh, we can't wait to see this. We're going to put them on the Instagram. Yeah, we'll we'll up, do all of our, yeah, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do reels of all of our first commercials. Yikes. Yes. I'm going to send you the link. Uh, yeah, I'll send you the link. It's actually on my Instagram. So okay, great. I can link it to your your messaging thing, right? Yeah. you. I think you can do that, but okay. also you can email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. 
send it to yeah. us there. Um, we'll make sure you have that and you can email it. It's so much us. fun with you guys. I, I don't want it to end. I love, I love hanging out with you guys. Uh, yeah. I know. Well, we'll have to do it again at a con. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. This I'd time it will not it. be in Albuquerque. Probably. I see these guys at cons all the time. Yeah. Where are you at? I've never seen you. Well, I've been having babies. It's. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I, oh, I'm almost like pregnant that. or giving birth. <laughs> Congratulations. Like, ha- thank you. Or having a newborn. I mean, I only have two kids, but it's been in the time since we've yep. started doing conventions. Yeah. So yeah. if you think about how many opportunities I've had to do conventions between, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a newborn at that time or, Oh, yep. I'm going to be extremely pregnant at that time. It's, it's been a lot in three yeah. years. It's a great excuse to just leave your kids though. A convention, just leave them somewhere and go to a convention. It's the best. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant leave them at, at the, the convention. Well, oh, that yeah. too. I mean, I guess if you want to, but I don't have kids, so I don't know how they're raised, but I imagine you can't just leave them and, and put them in crates and stuff like that. Mm. By the way, I listen to your husband all the time on the radio. Oh, Jensen. Yes. 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 He's great. Yes. He's he's actually yeah. executive producer of this podcast. Yep. Podcast oh, cool. brought to you by Jensen. Cool. In the other in the other room. <laughs> he's in the watching other my room child. Right now, watching my child. In, this yeah. is the, the brings the conversation full circle. In, hey. Jensen <laughs> is watching over writer's son Indy. It's exactly what we're talking about. This it's is amazing. this is how oh, we do well, work here. Well, thank you so much for being nice. here. We can't wait to see you again next time. Um and yes. yeah, thank you so much, Marty. Great to see you, Marty. Bye, Marty. Awesome. Bye. Thanks for having me, guys. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. 
So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Oh, man. Reunions are so fun. That's awesome. It was so funny to, to run into Marty because I, 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 he doesn't look the same at all. Obviously. No, like, yeah. he's such a skinny little kid. Listen, and now he's like this. Yeah, in the episode, he's so skinny. He's such a little and kid. now he is. I mean, we're gonna, you're going to have yeah. to see a picture of this yeah. guy. Yeah. He is buff. buff. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't recognize him. But the second he said, like, Marty I'm York, Marty yeah. York, it was like, oh my God, I, I have like really fond memories of yeah. hanging out with him. Yeah. And he was also you know, a really good actor. I know, he, he was, was great. a really good actor. I know. Yeah, it's a bummer he didn't uh, didn't stick around. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that was the, I can't the nature of the show. They were just com- I, know. I know, poor guy. I mean, to have to have internalized all those years of thinking oh, like I meant because, also that he died. Oh yeah, I thought I thought you meant just the fact that he thought well, he got that fired. Too. Because, I mean, man. but I mean that's the way it is when you're a kid. Like yeah. you know, you, you oh man, the pressure on a child actor. I know, intense. but it's a pressure on any kid. It also it's it, it's it's one more reminder that things you say. It, it, or or the way you treat somebody, even if it's instantaneous and it's a small kind of thing that happens, can so affect somebody. Well, something life. can be so small in your life, exactly, and but it can be so huge in somebody else's. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I was thinking about this recently. That like we make, a, and it's true that childhood is like fun and you have no responsibilities, and we always tell kids like, oh, enjoy this time now because once you become an adult, you know, you don't get to have these moments. But also, being a kid is so hard. Oh, yeah. It is truly so hard. Yeah. And I think sometimes we minimize it because we, we're, we you know, now adults and we know what it's like to have the, the weight of the world and families on your shoulders and and all that stuff so that we, we kind of minimize what childhood is to a kid. We're like, oh, gosh, junior high. Yeah, Ugh, right, like, right, wait right, till right. you're an adult. And really yeah. what we should be telling kids more is like, this is really, really difficult, but it's not always going to be like this. Right. Sure, right. exactly. You know? Well, yeah. it's so funny because, you know, my son is 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 terrified of things that I think are ridiculous, right. but that doesn't make them any less terrifying for right. him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Sure. And he, said, and he said that it was, you know, during the pandemic was a big re- reality check for me of like, we, because we, my in-laws moved in with us during the lockdown period and we were, we were, it was five adults, no, four adults and my son living in a house together and he was like, at one point, you know, after a couple of weeks, he's just like, I'm bad at everything. And I realized like, oh, right, because you're surrounded by adults who right. can do everything. And we're right. always telling you, just put your clothes on, just yeah. brush your teeth. Just right. we're always telling you what to do. And you're always messing up. Right. And we're speaking and I had to, like, here. Let me help you. Yes. Yeah. And so I so I've like, that was like the first realization, like, oh, you need to like get to on his level as opposed to always be like, yeah. you know. Sure. And well, it's, it's also, I mean, I couldn't imagine being a kid with social media and every other thing else yeah. that's out there. It's yeah. just horrifying. Yeah, well, we haven't gotten there yet, but, you know, at seven. Yeah. Although there is a girl in his class who has a phone, which I think is insane. Is it just one? Do you know if it has data? Is it just for calling out? It's for calling out, but she can play games and stuff on it. So, yeah, and she has YouTube. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. My son wants to be an influencer. He, like, that's what they all want to be. Oh, yeah. They don't talk about wanting to be. They want to be. Yeah. Which is just my. That is what kids want to do now. Um, oh, how do we fix these VCRs, guys? Guys, I don't know. <laughs> you, just, you just keep hitting the button till it breaks. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Pod Meets World. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show on Instagram. Uh, you can email us your thoughts, tell us more about what you think. We're loving the feedback you guys are sending us now that the podcast is out in the world. You can all hear it and listen uh, wherever you get podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, but email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. Yes, you're nailing there's that. There's also merch. Oh, there's merch. Merch, pod merch. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got our hair logos on a t-shirt, which you can get at podmeetsworldshow.com. And thanks for joining us. We are really having a good time with this. This is great. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. 
producer, Lorraine Verwez, engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. Follow us on Instagram at podmeetsworldshow or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.